we're doing this by phone, and I guarantee you, Devontae's probably somewhere in my, we're in the same hotel. Devontae, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, I would say probably one of the most exciting days, if not the most exciting day in the history of Baylor men's basketball. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's uh, March Madness, and it doesn't get bigger than this when it comes to college basketball. Well, what uh, you got in here, you saw that first game. Um, first of all, were you, you know these players really, really well because uh, you, you were with them. That Houston game, were you really surprised? They just basically turned out the lights on them by halftime. How surprised were you that it was that lopsided, or did you kind of have a premonition that it was going to be like that? Um, I don't think anyone expected to be that lopsided, but um, I just Baylor just has great guards, and uh, their guards are just super amazing. Uh, and you know they have two great defenders uh, that you know they're always going to be running up for a defensive player of the year. And you know when you have guys that are so locked in and you know have a chip on their shoulder, and uh, you know they can shoot the ball as well as they did. You know, like Baylor is just almost an unguardable team, so. You know, when things are flowing right for them, you know, they're pretty much unstoppable. How has it been, uh, talking to Devontae Bandu, Matt Mosley's show with Stephen Simcox, um, you and I talked about this a little bit off air, but what has Scott Drew and this staff done to kind of let you guys know, obviously the tournament was uh, didn't happen last year, and so you're your careers, which are such great, great careers, kind of ended a little bit with a thud. What has uh, yeah. what has Scott done to kind of keep you guys connected to this team and this amazing run? Uh, he, you know, he does a great job. You know, he'll uh, send me uh, the Big 12 champion, championship shirts, shirts and uh, he'll send me, you know, hats. Uh, you know, he'll send pictures, you know, to, to let us know, like, hey, this one's for you, you know, uh, or you know the the net that they got from March Madness or and the Big Twelve, you know, you know, you know, he'll let me know uh, this is for you, you know, and also a couple of the players, you know, a lot of the players, you know, every time uh, something they accomplish something, you know, they they mention uh, not just me and uh, Freddie also, uh, so you know, they, Coach Drew and the team does a great job keeping me involved, um, especially after that year. Uh, the only thing is, like, I just know there was a possibility that we could have just done back to back. That have been like fantastic for the program, but we didn't get that chance. Yeah, I mean it, it's uh, it's pretty incredible. De- De- uh, Devontae, who remind me like who were you closest to on the team? I mean, it seemed like such a awesome chemistry. It's funny that I think Jackson lives with Jared, and they have a funny. I mean, all those guys have a really kind of funny relationship. Meyer is such a mm-hmm. uh, this mullet and all the stuff. The mullet brothers now. I mean, yeah, the team yeah. truly <laughs> seems like a seems like a family. Like, wh- who were you closest to, or was it just r- literally one huge family? Literally, it's um, it was one huge family. Um, but uh, I, I was close with Flo. Um, I was close with uh, you know, Davion and, and Mason. Like, I feel like before guards uh, that year, we were all close. We would have a film session like once a week, and uh, we would just. Uh, pick each other's brain in practice. You know, we would always try to, you know, talk to one another and understand, uh, like, what we see and what we don't see. Uh, so when I was there, it was it was 
us four guards, and, I, and to be honest, like, I feel like we were all family. We're all close, and we could all express uh, how we felt. And, uh, not, and no one took it as disrespect. We took it as, you know, we're trying to be better. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Devontae Bandu, uh, just a heck of a shooter. And uh, they kind of he, – he took on the microwave nickname for what he was able to do off the bench. And, uh, Devontae, take me back to your journey to Baylor. You were at Hutchinson – Kansas obviously started there in in Canada on, from Ontario. Canadian players have become really great for Baylor and all of college basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. Heslip, Kenny Cherry. I mean, they've they've had a really great run of Canadian players. How did how did you choose Hutchinson? And then and then who was the first contact from Baylor to reach out to you? What was what was your journey to Waco like? Um. So you know, I was in Hutch. Um. And it was a great experience, you know. Uh, the JUCO, it, it's a grind. Um, you know, it's, you don't get like the the whole lavish uh, life that you get in uh, Division One, and uh, it's 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 hard. You know, it's a grind. Uh, everybody wants to make it, and you know, there's only a few that do. Um, but the first coach that contacted me was uh, Coach Brooks. Um, he contacted me before my my season started, but I, I told him like, hey. Um, I'm just focused on this season because I, I want to win a national championship again. And I, was, and I said, not to be disrespectful, I, I just I'm not, I don't really care about recruiting right now. And I just want to focus on the season. And um, I told every scout, every uh, recruit that recruited me. Uh, and uh, later after the year, my season was over. We got back in contact. Um, I went out there for a visit. Uh, you know, they showed me the whole nine and. Uh, it was just, it was something that my mom and my brother, you know, we all fell in love with, and uh, you know, they sat down and looked at my film and told me what I need to work on, and told me, you know, nothing was going to be earned, uh, given to me, uh, so I had to earn everything. So uh, I like that, and uh, I've always been a kid that you know I feel like nothing is easy, and you have to, you know, earn it. Um, and I feel like when you earn something, you know, it, it builds character and, you know, you have a, a foundation, you have something that you can live by and, and honor. So I've always been a guy that uh, I feel like everything you should do, you should try to earn and, and actually work for it. Talking to Devontae Bandu, who's a, a really great six man uh, for the Bears, and he is in Indianapolis on the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Sim- Simcox. Go ahead, Stephen. Devonta, you mentioned earlier being close with, with all the guards on the team. Uh, I want to ask you about Davion Mitchell and just kind of his development. Last year he was an amazing defensive player and uh, somebody that could you know score, but it really does feel like on the offensive side of the ball he's taken um, a step forward in his ability to get to the rim and make plays. D- did you see that coming? Like, Did you see that in practice up close? Is it just about him getting more opportunities, or, or have you seen his game grow a little bit between uh, last year and this year? Yeah, uh, I, it's something that I definitely uh, saw coming. Um, I think with Davion, it was just uh, consistency with him. Um, you know, we we would always play one on one, all four guards. Um, you know, always play two on two. It was like every single day, uh, we would always have Coach Akers would have us play play two on two. And there's some days, you know, you you saw that uh, the things that he was doing now, you know, and it was just him just being consistent and, and finding it. And maybe it took him a year to find it, and. Um, he he everything that he's been doing I have seen in practice. I just feel like, you know, he has that confidence now and he has that um 
belief in himself. So, um, you know, once you have that, you know, you feel like you can do anything on the court. So, yeah. Um, Devontae, update, folks, please, on your health. For people that don't know, uh, Devontae had an issue with his foot and had to be in a boot for a while, and it kind of that kind of took you out of the G League, some of the tryouts and some of the NBA tryouts you had. Uh, so the timing wasn't great. But how have you responded from that? And when do you think you're are you are you close to being a full go? And what's your uh, what's your plan uh, moving forward as you try to keep playing basketball? Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, maybe a week and a half before the draft, uh, you know, I had a. A couple, like actually, more than a couple NBA teams uh, interviewed me. Uh, thinking about, uh, I just sent a lot of uh, workout tapes, um, and uh, I was sending a tape off. And during uh, during the tape, I fell and I hurt my ankle. And I I thought I just you know tweaked my ankle, and maybe the two weeks went by, and uh, it was still bothering me, and it was really excruciating pain. And I got an MRI. And I found out, uh, you know, I, tur- I tore my ligament, and it, it was very unfortunate. And you know, when you're hurt um, in this in this profession, uh, you know, teams just move on and you know find another guy. Uh, so really, you know, I had to be in a booth for uh, five weeks. Um, you know, it was very uh, a downtime because you just don't know what's going to happen. And you know, I had an opportunity to play in the the G League bubble, but um, you know, I, I just wasn't completely right right. Um, and if I went out there, I more than likely, you know re-injured again so as of right now um i'm just trying to get healthy um you know i, I signed a, a contract with the canadian league you know just to get my foot wet you know play some uh basketball again because that last time i played basketball was against west virginia so um so i just i just want to uh play basketball you know get the rhythm you know make sure i'm healthy um you know and then go from there you know I, i'm sure uh, I'm going to have some workouts with teams. Uh, there's still teams that are still showing interest. They just want to see me play again. And, uh, you know, and I just can't wait for that moment to happen. Well, you're a tremendous shooter, and I think you're going to get that opportunity. And you know Brady and some of these uh, former uh, Canadian players that have Baylor ties. And, and by the way, De- Devontae, remember the Jazz, you know, they're, one of their top guys is, uh, well, you remember Jake, obviously, Jake Lindsay and then Dennis Lindsay. So the Jazz might be, it seems to be always a great Baylor connection. All right, put your analyst cap on, put, be like King McClure, and uh, give me your, I know you think the Bears are going to find a way, but how do you think this thing's going to play out tonight? Because you got you got two incredible teams. I mean, Gonzaga almost got beat the other night. Hopefully they're tired. Uh, from that overtime battle, but how do you how do you see this thing playing out tonight? Um, if Baylor gets going, um, I feel like Baylor Baylor can uh, get this game by five to ten. It, the only thing that I worry about, you know, Gonzaga has a, a, a tremendous big uh, and uh, a guy that can you know uh, hit you with a, a lot of different moves, and um, Baylor's not really used to seeing that. Um, they've been playing with a lot of uh, good guards um so i feel like if they figure out uh their bigs um and plus you 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 also have a they have a tremendous guard on gonzaga also so um I, it starts with defense with baylor um and uh getting those guys to have a a, a slow start um and if, if baylor can do that 
you know, I, I have no questions that uh, Billy can take this thing home. But if if they don't and they get going, you know, it's going to be a rough game for them because Gonzaga is also uh, a great team. You know, they have a Canadian on their team that uh, that I know of, Andrew Nemhart, and you know, he's a a great passer. Ooh. You know, a great shot creator. You know, and he really gets his team uh, situated. So, like like I said, they're they're, they're equally uh, matched up. It, it all it all comes with those small errors that you know that can really change the game and uh, uh, with the uh, with the game. So it all depends who does it, and uh, yeah. Well, listen, I like the analysis. I like you kind of kind of bringing up the Canadian angle. I would expect nothing less from you. And uh, Devonte, you and I have a mutual buddy in John Cunningham. Um, and we both had him as a professor in the communication schools. And you know what that means, Devonte? If you had him and I had him as as a professor, that means yeah. John Cunningham is getting pretty old. You know, <laughs> I, I I couldn't tell you. Looks like he's thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. You're out of school. You don't have to. You don't have to kiss up to John anymore. Uh, a, he's a great guy. So. Shout out to uh, to our buddy John Cunningham. Devontae, I'll probably see you again before tip-off tonight, but great uh, having you, and keep us updated on all your uh, progress as you get ready to start your uh, professional career. We'll be following you. One of the one of the great shooters in Baylor history, Devontae Bandu. Thanks, Devontae. Thanks for having me.